Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode number 66 of the Fresher and Parland show. 66! I am Parlance. And I'm Fresher. And this is my trusty friend, Merlin. Merlin. I got Jeff's over here meowing his head off. I don't know what he's doing. It's a real but... cat... It's a really, it's a real cat dog situation right now. Cat dog, animals, man, animals. Yeah, Merlin had to come up here because it's so hot out. He was like, "Look at you can see him panting right now." It was so <laughs> hot out, it was so hot out that he was like freaking out, running around the house and barking and stuff. <laughs> I got, I'm nice and cool over here. I'm air conditioning. I think it's probably like 68 degrees down here. Yeah, it's probably it's the invert that, and that's probably what I have. It's probably. 86 of this office right now. Jeff just happened to stop by also. We did a... We got an animal intro here. Oh, it's a real pet cat-dog situation. Cat-dog situation. Are you going to say something, Jeff? Merlin doesn't quite know what's going on right now, but he seems pretty happy. Look at this. There's Merlin, Jeff. Check out Merlin. (laughs) Boy, for the people who are listening to the podcast, you are missing out on some serious... (laughs) This is why you gotta watch our live show. Yep. Speaking of watching our live show, we could be reached at Fresh and Par on Twitter, and also. Oh, oh! I just did the cat beard thing. I always wanted to do that. Uh, Jeff. Uh. Anyways, sorry to interrupt. I just realized I can screenshot that later. <laughs> so as I was saying, you could live tweet us at Fresh and Par, and you could comment on our YouTube page. Fresher will be monitoring said channels. And call them out as appropriate, which means if you do it, it'll probably get called out. Yeah, I try. I you know I try to give the people a little bit of a little bit of loving. Also, if you are listening and surprised that we just started following you on Twitter, I decided to go back and follow everyone that's ever favorited or uh, done any interaction in our Twitter. So consider yourself followed. <laughs> now follow us back and tell your friends. Boom! That's how social media works. Yes, sir. So I had a pretty busy week. Oh my weekend, gosh! Weekend specifically. I've been fully taken advantage of the of the beautiful weather and the, and uh, by spending it indoors doing stuff. Uh, I know this this weekend is supposed to be crazy. Yeah, I think it's it's going to be approaching ninety, which is terrible for the Seattle area. Yeah, that's like way too hot. Way too hot. That's too hot pretty much for everywhere. I heard on, they actually have warnings for eastern Washington. It's going to get like up to 110 or something. I saw something about that like 8 or 10 people died in Pakistan from heat wave. Yeah, just on the streets. No, yeah, just, just on like the street. On over. I see we do have some viewers that are actually being, uh, that are actually, uh, populating here so uh if you want to reach us at fresh and par or on our yeah youtube page i'm just seeing them now so make sure you do that so uh what happened with you and your beer update i also forgot i'm gonna write it down just so i remember for later but i went and saw uh bootsy collins this last monday i almost forgot we got tickets a while ago i went with graham one of our previous co-hosts and player of our theme song co-hosts don't you mean guest host but guest host but he yeah. is technically I, I guess a co-host if you count i guess yeah i meant guest host if you count his music he's here every week yeah but um yeah bootsy collins was pretty cool it was definitely funky i don't actually know that much about it it was very targeted towards um like mega fans and i mean like, like a fan but i don't actually know that much about it so <laughs> it was still it was still fun though. Yep, I don't know anything about Bootsy Collins, but I will say he must be popular because I typed in Bootsy and Collins came up. Yeah, no, I mean he's super famous. Like they, he talked a lot about uh, what's his name, uh, Jimi Hendrix and stuff. Like I guess he played with him a bunch or something. Oh really? He's he is from Cincinnati. I don't know how that has anything to do with anything. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, they they talked about Cincinnati, but he had like a light up star. Um, guitar and like they came out in like space suits. It was like definitely a show. It was at the Neptune, so it was kind of a smaller space too. But it was on Monday, which is weird. Well, he it says here he played uh, guitar on James Brown's intense funks recordings, including "Get Up," "I Feel Like Being a Sex Machine," B 
bewildered, super bad, soul power. Yeah, I mean, he's in like, well, he's like a lot of stuff and stuff. He was in the spinners. Uh, he had a number one single called Bootzilla. These are all things. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You're the one that went to see him. I know. And it was pretty cool. I mean, that's, but yeah, so I did that. And then uh, on the weekend, that was Monday, so uh, I don't remember what I did. I mean, I did some stuff. But coming up this weekend, though, is the Amateur Radio Field Day, which I do every year with the radio club that my dad is in and that I'm into, the the Bears. But uh, So we're going to be going over to um, – I don't remember where the location is. But we go to a field, and um, – for 24 hours, it includes setup time. So we set up three or four radio stations that can, like, on different amateur radio bands and um, transmit. I think I maybe explained it last year too on the show, but we transmit, um, like, to try to get as many contacts in the US as possible in those 24 hours because it's like, since it's a common day, everyone's doing it. And like you try to do it on battery power and or solar power or some sort of alternate means to show that if there was an emergency situation and all infrastructure was wiped out, that we could, like could uh, like execute on a um, you know national communication system and like talk to all these places. So showing all the places, you get points for like what kind of radio station, like how much power it is. Like you get satellite contacts where you. Where, like, I like trying to do those because you have to look up on the app thing, like, you know, when the satellites come over because it's all calculated. And then you try to, they're satellite repeaters. So you have to transmit to the satellite and then that trans, it like opens up a bigger area for maybe like five minutes that other people talking to the satellite. So both people talk to the satellite and you can get a really big range because there's a couple of amateur radio satellites. But, Got it. Who put those uh, up there? The government or? Huh? The government put those amateur satellites up there? No, I think that they're piggybacked on other satellites. They just like pay for having the antenna and the little repeater thing in there. They're not like the whole satellite's not just for that. Kind of okay. like, I mean, CubeSats are similar, where they're just like shot up with other satellites like separately. But no, they're not government satellites. I don't think. Got it. So, uh, yeah, what's your what's the uh, what's your most you've ever come in contact with? Uh, I don't know. I didn't keep track of the... It's as a club, so we don't do it individually, per se. Each club has a rating, and you register, and then you log all of your contacts, and then they compare it to the the other stations like around the country. But I'm a lot. I don't know. Like Maybe like 1,000, 2,000? Wow, that's a lot in the 24-hour period. Yeah, I mean, but it's multiple people. So like you have maybe like 10 people doing it. And they're all there have to be a thousand different ones, or are they? Yeah, hitting? they're all unique. You don't get doubles. Do and then get... they, cross, they cross check that each person has the other person's contact on their list. Got it. You, what's the furthest away you could get? You think? Uh, I mean, like some since people in other countries know that you're doing it, like they'll talk to you too, even though it doesn't count. But uh, like, I mean, you could talk to like Hawaii or I mean, the East Coast a bunch or Texas. I mean, like the whole country, you can get all the states. That's I was wondering if you could get all the states or not. Yeah, but like it depends on the times of the day because uh, the ionosphere is more active in the daytime because the sun is shining on it. So like it reflects off and whatever. I don't know all of the mechanics of it, but there's a whole bunch of weather-related things that sometimes it'll propagate differently. So like sometimes like areas are blank depending on the ionosphere and like the solar... like. Um, whatever magneticness so if <laughs> horrible if, description if the proverbial shit hit the fan this would be our only means of communication not only but it's like yeah i mean because it's just people have it there's no you don't need infrastructure it's just stuff people have right so that's it they did an independence day they rallied all of the amateur radio people and then they used morse code <laughs> which by the way they released the name of independence day today or this week i should say like the new one? Yeah, it's called like Resurrection, I believe. It's not a very good name. Like Independence Day is a way better name. Well, it's Independence Day Resurrection, I think. Okay, that's better. No, I'm sorry. Independence Day Resurgence. Yeah, you're sorry. 
And Will Smith isn't in it. Oh my gosh. I know, Is right? it son or whatever? Jaden? No. Yeah. I don't think so. Did you, know, did you know Jaden Smith dressed up as Batman at the Kanye West and uh, Kim Kardashian wedding? No, really? Yeah. Did you know he also dressed up as Batman for his prom? How old is he? I don't know. Oh, if he had a prom, he's definitely like out of high school. He's probably like 16. No, 18. Oh, yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh, he's 16 years old. How do you have a prom? I don't know. He's probably balling, going with some senior. <laughs> yeah. did, you go to, did you go to prom? No, I did not go to prom. I went to two proms because I also went with a senior when I was like a sophomore. Whoa, damn. No, I went to Cancun, Mexico with my family. That's pretty cool. That's like way better. That's what everyone says, but everyone's like, oh, you didn't go to the prom. I know. Yeah, I know. I mean, I feel like the prom is, it's like super dumb, but it's just like something that, you know, life experience or whatever. Like, yeah, ours was dumb. Like nothing happened. It was pretty dumb. So, but I went to Cancun and I got drunk for the first time. Wow, that's way cooler. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so sanctioned drunkenness because you only have to be i think 16 or 18 to drink in mexico i can't remember sweet um so also uh i know you got a new phone why don't you sh- do you have it with you I did. yeah i mean it's like it's new but it's old i mean it's like the one plus one so like the new one's coming out like in uh september and i want to get the new one but like i needed an interim phone and it's just this one's discounted i mean it's a super awesome phone like but I want to get the new Nexus 5 also. I'm going to get a new phone in September, I think. <laughs> but this one I can use as a tablet. It'll still be useful. Got it. But it, finally, the thing that I wanted and I was talking about, I was disappointed that my watch didn't do it. But when I have it by my bed, I can just talk to it and it'll tell me answers. I actually used it last night like for an actual question and was surprised that it actually had an answer for me. Like When I was going to sleep... I guess this is pretty random, but it's cool that uh, I um like you can ask it like what time is it, and then you don't have to wake up and like that. That was the main thing that I wanted. But I was laying there and I was trying to remember how old Jesus was when he died. <laughs> it's pretty random, but I asked. I just went like I was laying in bed and I was just like, okay, Google, how old was Jesus when he died? And like it had a really long like descriptive answer, like that it talked to me without having to wake up. And how old was Jesus when he died? He was 33, supposedly, because they're basing it off of like a bunch of stuff that they explained that I don't remember. <laughs> I thought he was only, th- I thought he was 35. I was close. I was close. They said 30, Google told me 33 when I was well, asleep yesterday. I believe Google over my random knowledge that has yeah. <laughs> no reference. Um, so uh, I went to see Jurassic World on Saturday evening. Like nice. I, I That's crazy. Through. Like the two biggest weekends in movies ever yeah actually it was the second highest second weekend it, it lost out to ultron or the first avengers movie actually not the second but it made a hundred million dollars but i think it's total box office for the globe is something insane let's see what that is um but anyway i wanted to talk about a little bit about the movie without spoiling it at this point i think pretty much everybody is you know what i'm saying i mean is there any like it's just like an action movie. There's not anything to spoil, right? Well, there's definitely something to spoil. Is like uh, Chris Pratt actually a dinosaur? <laughs> that would be pretty cool. He like unzips and he's a he's like a um, a raptor. So, it, by the way, it it has crossed one billion dollars worldwide after just thirteen days. One million? That's not very much. Billion with oh, a yeah, billion. billion, yeah. It's the fastest ever to a billion, beating the previous record of 17 days by, what do you think? What movie do you think? Jurassic Park. Nope. Furious 7. Which one? Furious 7, the latest Fast and Furious movie. Oh, Fast and Furious. Oh, yeah. Ah, join some water here. I just drank it all. Now I'm going to be parched for the rest of the show. Anyway, <laughs> uh, the, the movie itself, um, I, didn't, I, I don't question the... Um, the the science of it obviously it's completely science fiction, so and impossible. Um, but I did 
have a couple comments. One, I feel like they underutilized Chris Pratt. I thought he was okay. I didn't think he was like great. Um, but I did get hints of what I would think was like little Indiana Jones moments where he's like diving underneath the uh, um, like things at gates as they're closing and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did he have a whip? No, but he had a gun. That's pretty cool. Um, and, uh, and he was able to uh, be the alpha male of the, or I should say the alpha of a group of velociraptors. Yeah, I remember someone like this, like, and this is like Johnny the Beta, and they're like, "Who's the Alpha?" It's me. Yeah. <laughs> spoiler alert, people. Is that a spoiler? <laughs> yeah, that's a spoiler. Uh, but you seen it in the trailer. Said he's the Alpha. Yeah, I know, but I'm not giving away dialogue. But I guess. <laughs> but you see in the trailer where he's driving on a motorcycle, like alongside the Velociraptors, and uh, the last, I would say. 15 minutes of the film are very, very, very good. Definitely worth seeing. So just watch the last 15 minutes? No, well, it, it's satisfying. And two other things, one other thing, well, two things. I saw it in 3D. I'm not 100% certain that you need to watch it in 3D. Really? My friend was going to go watch it again in 3D. Whoa. Like, because the first time they saw it, they couldn't see it in 3D. Well, here's the thing. I didn't see it in 2D. Yeah, so I did see it in 3D, but it it didn't like blow me the freak away. But it was I like 3D movies. If I could choose to watch a movie in 2D or 3D, I'm going to choose 3D every time. Yeah, for sure. But uh, wait, so how? What was the 3D like? Was it totally the gimmicky stuff coming out, and then the rest of the movie's not 3D, or did it look like it was like shot on a 3D camera? It was 3D the whole movie. It wasn't like just certain certain things 3D. That was so dumb in the the um... Harry Potter movies when like just 10 minutes had 3d no i never watched that but in the um the shoot tron the new tron yeah like they purposefully made the regular world 2d and then the rest of it was 3d yeah i thought that was kind of dumb really i thought that's stylized that's like kind of like i mean it was stylized but it's kind of like uh when in in wizard of oz the normal world is black and white but oz is in color that's true it was similar to that um, but anyways, I, the 3D didn't make too much difference. Uh, I don't know. I didn't see it in 2D, but it didn't like blow me away. But it, I just like watching in 3D. So for the simple fact of that, I would recommend seeing it in 3D. Yeah. Um, also, take that recommendation. Also, um, what's it, Bryce Howard? That's the female character. You could look her up, Bryce Howard. Oh, yeah. Mrs. Howard. Bryce Howard, who actually went to... Uh, NYU, she was there while I was there. Daughter yeah. of Ron Howard. Um, looks exactly like, or almost exactly like um, the female actress from Zero Dark Thirty. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, uh, Tom points out that he prefers hashtag FabTime in 3D. I have to say, <laughs> I pr- prefer FabTime in 3D also because I'm living it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway, Zero Dark Thirty, the actress, and that is um, what's her name? Um, oh my gosh, Jessica Chastain. Jessica Chastain and Bryce Howard are doppelgangers. Really? Yeah. Wait, did you wait? Did you think that it was the other one? No, but I, I didn't think it because I knew it in advance of. But did if, if when I'm not paying attention, if I just were to look out of the corner of my eye. I wouldn't be able to tell if I were not paying attention and just look like this and then look that way. I, it could be them. It could not be them. I don't know. Huh? Check it out. Look up Bryce Dallas Howard. Actually, I'll, I'll should I, I could show you. What, do you want me to show you? Sure. Yeah. Show me on the thing. All right, let's see. If I was just like trying. Oh yeah. Okay. I got it. I was retweeting and it didn't seem like it was working. Also shout out to Graham who, uh, on my Jesus non-knowledge said pastor Herwick is disappointed in me and also says hashtag two prom two proms one guy <laughs> okay so I'm, I'm gonna try to show you uh I, I didn't even pick this is just random images that I'm, I'm gonna show you right now so here is um here oh dang hold on <laughs> dang dang oh here we go sorry so here is oh not wrong screen wrong screen there yeah we that's go. the 
Oh. So here is... She looks like... I don't know. So that's Jessica Chastain. Okay. Yeah. And this is Bryce Howard. Yeah, I don't think they look the same, like, at all. Like, 0%. They're both white, I guess. Are you kidding? 0%? I, yeah. All right, forget They, like, it. don't look the same at all. That you're the worst. And I... <laughs> And I'm I'm basically face blind, and I don't even think they look the same. You're the worst. <laughs> Everyone on the planet thinks they look the same, except you. Maybe it's just the pictures. Maybe it's maybe, the pictures. Maybe it's the pictures. But even when I look at these two, I'm like, could be. You're. Oh my god. I, I'm gonna have this. I'm. I. I was gonna have. I'm gonna definitely have to. I'm gonna have to do the fresher quiz. Fresher <laughs> quiz. I'm gonna do the fresher quiz. I mean, they're, they're, yeah. But yeah, I mean, they're both uh, fine-looking actresses. Yeah, and they're both okay. So anyway, uh, so anyway, I give it a, a thumbs up. Go see it. That's all I got. Thumbs up. Go see it. Yeah. So I got some other things. I actually was thinking not to see it on purpose. On purpose? I was gonna wait for it because I don't know if I'm that excited about it. Um. Here's the thing. Did you like any? Of the I think other- this. Well, huh? Did you like any of the other Jurassic Parks? Yeah, they're pretty good. Then you'll like this one. I know. I mean, I'd probably like it. I just like not excited about it. It has a lot going for it. It has Chris Pratt, who's not used enough, but still pretty I good. I do like Chris Pratt, and it has dinosaurs. Yeah, dinosaurs are cool, I guess. Anyway, so um, <laughs> so uh, I also saw the Illusionists. I don't know if you know what this oh, is. Oh but... yeah, that's right. I didn't hear about this yet. So, um, did you go on stage? No, they did not pick me. Uh, did you raise your hand? No, I did not raise my hand. Ugh. But anyway, I, I was so far at the back that you, there was no chance that they were going to pick me. Did but you? Uh, sometimes they pick people from the back. Yeah, no, they don't. Did they saw anyone <laughs> in half? <laughs> uh, did they saw anyone in half? They did. They That's did. cool. Was it a girl? No, it wasn't. Oh. <laughs> so the, the th- so here's the thing. I'll put some context around because I said there was a bunch of douchebag magicians on the on the the the. Uh, on the poster. Yeah. So like the theme was, is like they had a whole bunch. They were called like the manipulator, the post. Oh, each one had like their specialty. Yeah. The futurist, the manipulator, the builder. Da, 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 da. So anyway, um, there was a Belgian one who only did one trick. There was another guy that only did one trick. Um, and they, the, they went back and forth. So the magicians were actually the, uh, what is that? The MCs, if you will, kind of like moving things along and stuff. Yeah. Um, so there was a guy from Korea, and I believe he was called the Manipulator, and he <laughs> was probably the greatest magician I've ever seen live. What? And he's called the Manipulator. He is. I don't use this very often, but he was dope. <laughs> I thought you were going to say magical. Oh uh, no! The show itself was worth the price of admission, but this guy was dope. This guy was probably worth 65 to 70% of the ticket price. What did he do? How did he gain this dope status? So he was a, he is, he, all he did was cards. Okay. And he was just, oh, he was just a cards guy. Yeah. And, but it was unreal what he was doing. He was just, his, he rolled up his sleeves and he was just had decks of cards just coming out of nowhere. Really? And he just kept doing it. Yeah. It was, a spectacular. It was spectacular. Wait, did he do like pulling the card out of uh, someone else's pocket type stuff? No, no. It was all done, all all within him. He started with the scarf, ter- folded the scarf up. That became a deck of cards. Yeah. Then he did a whole thing where he was literally just littering the stage with cards flying on the <laughs> yeah. cards. I'm not, I'm, you laugh, but I'm not joking. There was cards flying everywhere. He was just, I feel like it'd be super impressive if they had like naked magicians and so they like, just like weren't wearing anything and then like they could still do all this stuff. I mean, I guess, you know, like underwear is okay. Cause well, yeah, no underwear is okay. <laughs> I mean, he was clearly pulling them from his outfit, I think, but it doesn't matter. Cause I was watching him closely and he closely was from far away. Well, no, they had a camera with a big screen. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Camera so, tricks, man. Yeah, so it was it was impressive. It was very, 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 very impressive. And then they had this other guy who was like a um, 
a uh, Marilyn Manson kind of gothy one. Oh yeah, and he was he was funny too. But he so he randomly threw like a football or a baby. Actually, it was a baby doll into the audience. Yeah, and the person who caught it was like, uh, uh, I would say maybe a. There was a lot of Korean people there. I think to see the Korean manipula- manipulator. Oh, the, oh um, yeah. I think it was a Korean girl. I'm not a hundred percent certain. Uh, certainly yeah. Asian. And she was scared shitless and she wouldn't even go near him. And it was like ruining the joke for him because he couldn't even interact with her. Cause every time he'd bring Wait, her close on stage. Yeah. Oh, and it was that like, really funny. and he was like, it was a roulette game where he was, he cracked a bottle and put it into a paper bag. Yeah. And then like, she mixed them up and then he was like having her slam down on them. Yeah. And she was just like a mess. She couldn't do it. <laughs> So that sounds pretty entertaining in itself. That was probably, he was like, I normally wouldn't, I wouldn't have probably enjoyed him as much had she not been such a spaz. It sounds like she was a, she was a plant, man. She wasn't a plant because there's no way she was a plant. He threw an item into the air randomly and she caught it. Magic plant. I get, all right. (laughs) And I'm also convinced that one of the characters like had a twin. Really? Why? What did they do? They did a couple things where he would walk off stage and then he would show up in, um, uh, in the audience. That's pretty he did cool. Like, he did like two tricks just like that. And I'm, I am guessing that he is a twin. But then wouldn't people have noticed that he was already in the audience? No, that's the thing. It's all everyone's staring up at the thing and then he just shows up. That's how they do it. No, it's but all- I mean, just saying like if he's sitting in the audience. He, wasn't, he was wearing a costume. Like a mask, and then he ripped the mask off, and it was him. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Yeah, you get it? Yeah, I can see how, yeah, that would be a twin. I'm fairly certain it was a twin. And he was doing things where he was jumping, like he did this really cool, at the very end, he does this, he's like, I don't know what the future of magic is. (laughs) Wait, how much music was there? Oh, there's tons of music all over the place. They actually had a live band. Like the background music for that. They had a live band. Oh, that's kind of cool. I like yeah. that. Um, they were called like the Funktastic. I don't know. They were. They I don't were know. not as funky as Bootsy Collins. They were definitely not as funky as Bootsy Collins. But the guy was like, I don't know what the future of magic will be, but I think it'll be something like this. And then he does this like this show where he stands up uh, on a big giant screen and like starts all of these things. It's all choreographed. So he's like moving and things are moving behind him and he's doing kind of pulling um, like, you know, sleight of hand stuff where he's like pulling wands out of the screen and stuff. Yeah. You know? And, uh, and then like, but then there was parts where he would go, this thing went across the stage. So maybe like 30 yards, but there was a, like two gaps of about two yards between like, you know, maybe a couple, three yards or whatever between the, the large screen. Yeah. And he would jump out one side and then pop out the other side. And I'm fairly certain. Cause it was the same guy who showed up in the audience earlier. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking like there was one twin hopping in and the other twin popping out. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm fairly certain it was twins, but you know, maybe he's just really fast or something. You should look him up. I'm, that's super Googleable. Oh yeah. Do you, you know his name, right? No. Oh, then no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could search. That's like more trouble than it's worth, because you'd have to find the illusionist like site and then find out the guy's name and then look him up. That's like three steps. Yeah, it's 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 like at least three steps. Um. But it was it was pretty good. I recommend. Like, here's the thing: I would get you, because of the um, the screen that they have for a lot of the close up magic. You don't yeah. need to see, sit close if you want to be selected for the crowd or get cards thrown in your face and stuff. How many people got selected? I would say five to six people. Okay, cool. Yeah. I thought you were gonna. Yeah, it's a good range. Uh, Dan Spiri is the guy's name. I just looked it up. The anti-conjurer. Dan Spiri? S-P-S-P-E. Oh, Dan Spiri. Oh, yeah. S-P-E-R-R-Y. Nope, that's not him. Sorry. <laughs> Forget not about him. it. Forget about it. it. Yeah, sorry. Um, might be Adam. T- Adam Trent is the other guy's name. I think that's what it was. Yeah, Adam Trent. Pretty sure he has a twin brother. 
but maybe not. So uh, anyway, um, you also pretty... uh, what? Yeah, go ahead. I was gonna mention your other outing this week. Oh, the fact that I went to the U.S. Open. Uh, yeah, at Chambers Bay, <laughs> and I saw a man choke hardcore on the 18th green and cry. Choke on the open net. Choke on an open net. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounded pretty cool. It was uh, so uh, the U.S. Open, the golf tournament, not the tennis tournament, took place here at Chambers Bay, just south of Tacoma. In actually, it's called University Place, which I'm not sure because I don't think there's a school there. Yeah. Um, on a new course, it got a lot of criticism. People were bitching and moaning about the course. It was super dry. Not super fan friendly, but I knew all of that going in. So I just I walked around the course in the morning. Did you wear cleats? I did not wear cleats. Um, uh. I I got there at eight a.m. roughly, and I left here at six thirty a.m. Drove there, and then you have to take a uh, you park at the Puyallup Fairgrounds, and, oh, then, yeah. and then take a shuttle in. And uh, I um i took the shuttle in got there at eight and we didn't leave until i don't think i got back to my car actually i didn't get home until uh 10 p.m that's a really long day really long day concessions and stuff so they did have concessions they had a ruth chris steakhouse concession which had like lobster roll and steak sandwiches then they had a just general concessions but there was nothing that was like good for me because you know my stupid diet restrictions and stuff oh yeah yeah So so the only thing i ate i smuggled in a kind bar you weren't supposed to have food there? No, they weren't allowing you to bring in food. And you could only bring in clear plastic bottles without any liquid in them. And the only place you could fill them up was at water stations or first aid stations. But yeah. they were nowhere near anywhere. So I only got like three fill-ups on that. And then so I had three things of water, one giant lemonade, and two pretzels and a kind bar. That's it. Like from like 6.30 till 10. That's it. That's crazy. And a kind bar. That's probably what got you through it. <laughs> yeah so uh, for those of you who don't know essentially it was a, a very it was a thrilling match so they give you a little radio if you have an american express card luckily i did and you can listen we're talking to about, oh did i i mean just to throw it out there we're talking about golf everyone yeah yeah golf i said you that i said um they're both called the u.s open yeah so and you can choke on an open net and uh, hole not the hole though i guess well, he did choke on an open hole. Yeah. So um, anyway, it, we I walked around, saw a bunch of different action. It was early morning, so the you, you know the old, the best golfers tee off at the end, or the people that are in the lead tee off at the end. Not necessarily the best, but the best of that tournament. Yeah. And so we we got to the 18th um, grandstand, and by green grandstand is giant bleachers. They were actually quite comfortable. Yeah, it looks. I saw a picture on TV. They looked huge. And it was, we sat there and we watched all but like three people, like people come in and it was, it was great. The action at the very end, the last hour of the tournament was just, people were cheering, people were screaming, yelling. It had a really big, happy vibe to it. As a matter of fact, on the radio, they were like, we can definitely hear the, the, uh, the excitement that we normally expect from a, from a Seattle Seahawk game here, the twelfth man is in full effect at the golf course today. Um, <laughs> the but uh, it was it was really good. And then uh, Zach Johnson, or no, I'm sorry, not Zach Johnson, Dustin Johnson, because there is a Zach Johnson. Dustin Johnson had a chance to win the tournament and tie the tournament. All he had to do to tie the tournament at the very end on the 18th hole was to sink two putts from 14 feet away. Yeah, he three putted and lost. I know and, that's ridiculous. And, and people on a four foot putt, you said or something. He missed a four foot putt. That's right. And that's uh, ridiculous. It, yeah, it was. It was heartbreaking, and I, everyone there. It was almost like an afterthought because the the shot that he hit was the second best shot approach shot. It was a par five. He hit it into into. It was a six hundred and like fifteen yard par five fresher. Yeah. And he hit hit it there in two, 14 feet away. Yeah, I mean, so it was like really good, yeah. Um, it was the second, be- there was only one other shot that was better, second shot that was better all day. Yeah. And he, and that other guy made uh, birdie. So it was kind of depressing to see it 
this happened because I think everyone, even everyone there wanted to either to, they wanted them to sink the Eagle to win or the birdie to tie, even though they, in the U S open, they play 18 holes the next day. So we were there on championship round. We wouldn't have seen a champion if he tied yeah. it, but I think people just didn't want to see someone choke that badly and have the other person win. But you know what? Jordan Spieth, who was the eventual winner had already won the masters and now he won the U S open. He's the first person to do that since tiger did it in 2002. Oh, no way. Oh, I, you also mentioned that um, someone famous's daughter is marrying the guy who lost. Yep, Wayne Gretzky's daughter. Yeah, <laughs> and so he was there, and like, I mean, he's playing like you know this guy like with his soon-to-be wife or whatever, right? Yeah, chokes on chokes on the open hole, <laughs> and that's that. By the way, that was a Wayne Gretzky was a hockey player, so it's all coming together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Huh. Yeah, so uh, I think that does. I, I I did want to do one more thing before because we spent a lot of time talking about the our week in, in review. That's true. Um, but um, I did want to say that I did do a guest spot on the Prodigal Sons podcast this week. Uh, so you should go check that out, prodigalsonspodcast.com. I don't think it's live yet. I think it'll go live tomorrow, which is weird because so, I, re- I recorded that on Tuesday. I know, and we're going live right now on our live YouTube show. <laughs> yeah so you can Ooh. hear yeah i don't know maybe they'll shelve it but we did talk about uh confederate flags um we talked about the shooting in south carolina essentially things we don't want to talk about in here because we don't want to get into it <laughs> so uh flag thing though might as well segue that it's dumb that uh apple i mean like it's cool to take it off from government buildings and stuff but Apple is now banning all games that have a Confederate flag in them. Well, did they so ban like Civil War games where one team just like has a Confederate flag? But did they ban them or just remove them from the store for the time being? Uh, I mean, I guess they're the same thing. They're removed from the store with no notification. So this is where I was kind of like being uber liberal on Prodigal Sons podcast, almost like taking it to like the next level, almost as bad as this. But I feel like this might be a bit of an overreach only because it's like it's not advocating like the glorification of the the uh, the flag. But maybe it is. We don't even know. The, here's the thing. We don't know the context of those games. That's true. But it's like all the games. Well, I, you know, they might have had to do it. Maybe one bad apple caused the whole the whole b- barrel to be thrown away. That's true. That's true. I mean, yeah, it's and it's up to them to do anyways. I mean, they already censor a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, it's, it's not totally like unprecedented. It's not unprecedented, and uh, and w- like I said, we don't know the context. There could have been like southern, you know, uh, southern bastards. Oh, actually, that's. A I common mean, they were just civil war games. Okay, I don't know, but yeah, it sounds. Yeah, is it a civil war game where the south could win? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if that's, you know, it's not a reenactment. It's like playing it. I don't know. Gonna happen? When is when are the Civil War reenactments? They do that every year, right? People are super into that. Are they? Oh yeah, they are. They're not here though. Not here, but just in in the in the U.S. Like they do it on TV, like in shows. I think they did that on The Office once. They might have, yeah, because well, you know, in the office that takes place in Scranton, I should know because I'm originally from that area. But the there's the Gettysburg. Didn't they go to Gettysburg once there? Oh, is that? Oh, yeah, that is the whole thing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because Gettysburg is one of the the bloodiest battles on American soil, if I remember correctly. Yeah, and they and then they do the reenactment and stuff there. It's kind of weird when you go to Gettysburg because there's obviously it was a terrible battleground, but you go there and it's just like a bunch of chain restaurants and like tourist trap stuff, and then a field, empty field. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's hard to like get a sense of what happened. I know. Yeah, it's like here's Chili's, here's uh, you know, mom uh, you know, whatever, De- Debbie's diner, and here's a <laughs> here's a wooden picket fence with a field. Debbie's diner dash. Yeah. Th- also yeah. Tom mentions uh we're uh we're all in a Dustin Johnson. It's a three pot world. I read that wrong. We are all Dustin Johnson. It's a three pot world. It is a three. Well, if it, if actually having golfed a lot in the last couple of weeks, yeah. I'm actually more of a four putt kind of guy. But hey, <laughs> I, I I I went to West Seattle Golf Course last week. I think I said I don't know if I said this on here. I shot a hundred, which that's not very good for me. Not at least yeah. not in the past. But I had fifty eight putts. I shot fifty eight putts out of a hundred strokes. Do the math on that. Wait, one. do you counted the putts separately? Well, I've been on my scorecard. I kind of like write down how many putts I take. Oh, that's, I've never thought to do that. Yeah. 
I mean, it's cool in a video game because they just keep track of it for you. Yeah, so there's actually new scorecards out now on phones, mobile phones that has every course in it. And you can, oh, that's a good idea. And you could just essentially put in all of your your stats. like, And then many, it remembers them. Yep, and it, then you have your averages and stuff. That's like a super good idea. I Yeah, that's like obvious that you'd use a phone for that. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, there, I'm gonna actually start using that soon. I, I saw the guy using it the other like two rounds ago, and he's like, "Yeah, it's amazing. It aggr- it gives you averages on because if you play the course over and over again, yeah. Also, it tells you what you normally do on that hole, not having to be like, oh, I think the last time I did this or whatever. Yeah, um, and they could probably get like weather conditions and things too. Just from oh, like, yeah, 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 weather con- everything, everything. Like it's just on there because it knows what it is. That's a really good idea. So. I wish I thought of it. <laughs> <laughs> but back to sports too. Did you see that show? I don't know if it's a series or just one show, but um, it's called Seven Days in Hell. It looks like super funny. I'm really pumped for it. But it like has Andy Samberg and it's just about like, um, it's supposed to be like a reverse uh, like street person going into like a, Sport or whatever. I don't know. They explained it in the thing, but check it out, everyone. Seven Days in Hell. The HBO trailer. It's an HBO show. It's Is it already started? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. I think it's coming out pretty soon. Well, I know the... Uh, July 11th. Oh, my God. What's his face? Is Andy Samberg is in it playing like a... Um, he's playing like a, a Andre Agassi lookalike. But he's like, a, um, he's like from the street, but like playing he's like super good at tennis and the other guy is a british guy and he's like super stressed out and like dumb or something oh my gosh this looks it really looks, good and there's so many famous people in it it looks like really funny I'm it's a excited. mockumentary it's not a show it's just a mockumentary it looks really good okay i'm gonna have to check that out i i do know that um what's his face uh the the new rock tv show called like the game or gamers or no ballers on hbo yeah. Oh, yeah, ballers, yeah. That started, too. So they're getting into a little bit of the sports situation. Yeah, I thought that... I mean, that. I don't think that I'll watch it, but I like the idea of that show. I'll watch it. I like The Rock. I'll, here's the thing. Generally, uh, if it has The Rock in it, I'll give it a chance. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's a bolder statement. Is it? Is it a bold statement? I don't think no, it is. bolder, because it's The Rock. It's The Rock. It's a oh. bolder. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you smell what the rock is cooking? <laughs> uh, how big was he in? Like he was like a wrestler, right? He was. I went to WrestleMania 15 in Philadelphia. I think it was 15. Is he, he old though? I mean, he seems like really young to like, be. He's probably like 50. I'm gonna guess he's 50 because he looks really young. Maybe he's 45. How old is the Rock? Could you ask your phone that? I could, but I'm just gonna type it. Okay, I'll, I'll ask my 43, phone. He's 43 years old. Really? I'm going to ask my phone anyways. Okay, right. Google. How old is The Rock? Dwayne Johnson is 43 years old. Got oh. it. Maybe and his name, because I didn't know that. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah, also, um, maybe that's... Instead of getting guest hosts, we could just have Google come in and... <laughs> I wonder what I can ask it. What does it think of? Like, uh, ask, ask is is Jurassic Park World worth seeing in 3D? It's not going to have answer it. Okay, Google, is Jurassic Park worth watching in 3D? It's Jurassic World, by the way. No, it just uh, gave me answers. Oh. I think it's got to be more direct than that. Okay, got it. But, oh, how about this? What is the highest? What is the highest grossing rock movie? Ask it that. I okay, Google. What is the highest grossing rock movie? It's not going to get that. According to Forbes, Iron Man three is the highest grossing movie of twenty thirteen. Oh, oh, just the movie. But that's not enough to put its star Robert Downey Jr. on top of our list of the top grossing actors. Dwayne, The Rock Johnson beat him this year by working more. What? <laughs> so it was related. It was related. That's what I'm saying. Like, the descriptions are, like, kind of long. 
it's like, well, it, there are first there are seven points. Point one. That's <laughs> <laughs> kind of. I know. I'm pretty. I think Google now is getting a lot better. Also, the um, the uh, Amazon Echo. That's like regular order now. I know. You I already saw have one. one. I already have one. I saw Those that. Pretty, I like. Not, I like that natural voice is finally like starting to kick off. Like everything is doing it, and they're all doing it pretty well now. Because Siri yeah. was dumb. I don't know if Siri is going to catch up. I'm excited to see what Cortana does. I haven't ever used that really yet. Okay, yeah, I I've been I haven't really been using much of the Fire, but uh, I I or sorry, say the 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 Echo, but I know that it's it's definitely more. I, it's going to be more useful in the future for me. I just know that I just haven't got used to it being there. Yeah, I know. The other thing, I kind of wanted to get an Echo, like, but I wasn't sure that I wanted to... Like, I didn't know what room I'd put it in. Like, if I get it, like, I mean, I kind of, like, hang out all over my house. But it is pretty sweet that uh, you can do the, the home automation stuff, like, where you can say, like, turn the lights on in from the kitchen or whatever, and then, like, it ties in to all of the... Um, I, I tied into, like, a couple of the systems. I do like that, but I still think I'd rather just like have like a more unified thing because it's just like it doesn't hook to other mics if the, it'd be cool if like you could have mics in other rooms or whatever i think you just have to get one for each room yeah i yeah speaking i agree with you i i don't want to do this but you, you've seen the new amazon thing right the treasure truck oh uh yeah i mean i just saw it when you mentioned it but it's pretty cool but is it only in seattle then right now it's only in seattle so I just don't know how you find it. Do you like tweet about it or something? They, they no. It'll tell you where it's going to be, and it's just like there's going to be lines there. Well, there's only three deals. Oh, so they just have a bunch of like three things. Yeah, it's and then when they run out, they run out. But it's going to be in predetermined areas, um, like during the day. That so is, it, yeah, I'm definitely want to check it out. I hope one of them is like near the office. So if you go to the the, the uh, do you have the mo- the mobile shopping app? Uh, maybe. So Probably. yeah, if you have the mobile shopping, ah, I'm dropping stuff everywhere here. Oh my if, gosh. if you, it's now in there. If you've updated, oh, it says treasure truck. Yeah, it just says treasure truck, and it'll um. So we explain what this is because I mean we talked about it, but I don't think you actually. Yeah, so we haven't really. I'm not really explaining well, but essentially, the treasure truck is kind of like a lunch truck that it it'll be in certain places during the week, and it'll have three quote unquote hot items that'll be hard, like hard to find, or supporting a local business, and the the uh, number of items available will also depend, right? So it could sell out, yeah. or and essentially, it'll be around the thing and like around the city, and you'll have an opportunity to buy things that are kind of. Uh, at a really you good don't know deal. what's in the truck ahead of time. You have to go there to check. Yeah, well, no, I think you could order it in front in the truck and then pick it up at one of the locations, I think. So that's what I read. Wait, so, you order it before you get to the truck? The user service was run several days before customers and select areas will be able to locate the treasure truck option from the main menu on Amazon Mobile Shopping app, then hit buy now if they want to make a purchase. They can also just show up at the truck and buy directly. Huh. Well, that seems like people would buy them and then not pick them up, though. Well, what if, if then they're wasting their money? But, I mean, it probably gets delivered to you, too. I don't think so. I think it's a, a truck only. Like, they, one of the deals, like, the day one was a exclusive limited edition Glassy Baby. You know, those tea light candles? Yeah, yeah. Those are yeah, dumb. I'm anti-Glassy Baby. Uh, the other one was a um, Firm Strong Beach Cruiser, which was a bike. And a two-prime... There's that many bikes in there. That's crazy. And then a two prime, uh, prime porterhouse, twenty four ounce steaks. So like you're not going to be getting steaks delivered. It's like you get it there or you don't get it at all. Yeah, that's true. They apparently the first offer, which will go live on Saturday the twenty seventh. That's this weekend. Yeah. Uh, is a wait? How do they already have all these other ones? Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say? I'm sorry. That wasn't the first day. That was deals coming in the next several weeks. Oh yeah. So the, the first thing is going to be this Saturday, and it's going to be a $99 Solstice Ball stand-up inflatable paddleboard. Wow, that's pretty. That's a really, which really typically good deal. which typically retails for four hundred and seventy-six ninety-nine for only. Yeah, I mean it, it's a really 
I really like the idea. I mean, it's kind of like Woot, except for in real life. Well, they it's, said it's like a limited time, like, and you have to like go there at the beginning. But I don't know how it's going to work for like lines and stuff. You know, I, I don't know, but I will say this: that they said that it's not it, much. Like, even though it's it is like Woot, it's not going to be clearance items. It's going to be like exclusive items and not like inventory they're just trying to get rid of. Yeah, I mean that's cool too, but. I just yeah. I don't know I don't now. I want to go. I'm gonna go and just see what it's like. Now I'm thinking I want to get the. I want to get this this paddleboard. That would be cool, but I just feel like it's not gonna be worth the hassle. I mean, it's a great deal, but like everyone's it's gonna be too like not likely that you get it. Well, if you bu- if you could buy online and know where it's gonna be, I don't see why you wouldn't be able to get it. Because you wouldn't be able to buy it in time. Why not? So I mean, what if they're just saving shipping? That's it, right? It's gimmicks, dude. It's just a gimmick. Yeah. I guess yeah. If you buy it ahead of time, and then you just lose your money if you don't pick it up. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure how that works. But it anyway, sounds like yeah, it sounds really to cool me. Idea, it sounds to me that initially it's going to be impossible to get the items. That yeah, that's basically what I'm getting at. And yeah. then later, later it'll be more like, especially it's. I don't. If you look at the truck, it's not that big. So like I don't I can't imagine they're gonna have a crap ton of the same item in the truck unless they're between stops they'll have to reload or whatever. Yeah. So I mean I like it. It's it's a gimmick. It's kind of fun, it, and it adds like this kind of a little bit of this exclusiveness and kind of like cool factor kind of thing. Like oh did you see it? Oh yeah. oh I saw the truck around. It's almost like free advertising for the not only the product but for the um, for the. Uh, for the product, but for Amazon itself. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's a pretty sweet. I, I'm I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I want to check it out. I so wonder how many cities it's going to be in. It's right now just one. They'll, and that's they, here, right? Yeah, that's here. And it's found in city Seattle. I know it's it's great. I love it. I I think it's pretty fun. You can actually go to Amazon.com/slash/treasure-truck if you want to find out more. Look at that. I'm promoting that. Amazon is not a paid sponsor. I'm just telling you. I know. I know. That totally sounded like that. Uh, we're running also to- go to freshmparlance.com and uh, check out our site. Yes. FYI, BYB. So we should quickly talk a couple things that have happened uh, in the last couple of days. One, Taylor Swift was uh, recently named, I don't know if you know this, but it was like named sixth most powerful person in the world or something like that. That's because she like... Wait, hold up. Wait, don't go in there yet. <laughs> Don't go there yet. Because she hadn't done that yet. All these CEOs and all these people said, Taylor Smith, she's not important at all. She's not important at all. Why would you put her at number six? Well, yeah. little did they know, Taylor Swift is important. And why is that, Mr. Fresher? Because she wrote an open letter on her Tumblr like to Apple saying that she thought it was their like music stuff was dumb. Well, essentially, they were giving away three free three month subscriptions to iTunes or to the yeah. new iTunes like subscription service, and they weren't going to pay any of the artists for the music being streamed during that three month. Yeah, that's dumb. And she was like, "Screw you, Apple!" and and Apple essentially conceded, and every music artist in the world was like, "Thank you, Taylor Swift, for making yeah. this happen." Because but now, they- because already she wasn't going to be on Apple, she was already like anti being on Apple in general. But she told them that already. But now she like has, now she is gonna have her ap- album on Apple. So she kind of gave up. Well, she's gave up because I think they paid her money, and now she's and then they stopped. They tried to screw her a little bit, and she's like, "Screw you." Yeah, no, that is that is pretty. I mean, just one. I like that it's on Tumblr. I thought that was funny. Oh man! By the way, I'm sweating. Look at this sheen right now. Oh my gosh! You're There's sheen. Like, You're sheening. Yeah. I'm like Charlie Sheen right now. <laughs> um. I'm, P- I'm, I'm Peter Sheen, the unknown, the unknown uh, Sheen brother. You got that uh, Peter Sheen going on on you. By the way, I just I broke character first time in a long time. Um, so France's uh, France had an Uber protest today that started peaceful. They were blocking freeways by parking their cabs on the road, and it slowly turned into flipping cars over and starting fires. So I wasn't sure with this one. I didn't read the whole thing, but. Was it Uber protesting or was it the other cabs it protesting It was taxi Uber? drivers protesting Uber. 
So it wasn't Uber drivers. No, they were. It was people saying, "Dude, we're the official taxi service, not this low cost Uber shit." Yeah. So they went nuts. I know they were like burning stuff and like that riot police. I know crazy. it's it's Ugh. it's crazy. Um, I think there's like one other thing. I we're running out of time. We're not run, like we're running out of time. Like we ever like have any time to run out of. But oh, we're, we're, trying to, we're trying to keep it on the the one hour uh, thing going on here. Um, just one one quick thing is that uh, I did want to talk about this. Is that helium is going to oh, yeah. is going to become a, a scarcity? It already is. I mean, I it's ridiculous that you could just use it for balloons and stuff. It's like really important for a lot of stuff. It's like very, 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 very important. And they said the actual price of a helium balloon would should be about a hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Base because essentially. And I didn't know this, but essentially the U.S. had a massive helium storehouse. Yeah, well, I mean, I think it's crazy in general that you mine helium. I always, I, like, like, can't really imagine, like, how do you mine helium? Like, you straight up just getting it from the ground. I know. and It's straight up getting it from the ground, and we're going to run out of it. And essentially the U.S. was the, the only place to really get it in the world. Yeah. Or at least we were the most effective at it, but... I just want to hold, just let me explain this. Essentially, we, the U.S. had a reserve of helium. And yeah. then at some point, it was like, it was costing us all this money to hold the helium. So instead of... It was of, a very small molecule. So they, so they um, which is why it's so important, because it's used for gas leaks and all that radiation. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but it's like really hard to make containers for it because it like leaks. So it, I think it was in, two, in 2000... Oh, in 1996, the helium reserve looked like a waste... Blimps no longer seem quite so vital to the nation's defense, and more importantly, the reserve was $1.4 billion in debt after paying drillers to extract helium from natural gas. So essentially, they spent all this money to hold the helium, and, and instead of auctioning it off, they just sold it at the market rate. Yeah. Okay? And the market rate was pennies on the dollar. Pennies yeah, on the dollar. Yeah. And so essentially, we've had this artificially cheap helium... Um, uh, helium bubble, not a bubble, what do you call it? What's it? Uh, deflation because of the prices. But it's now going to start doing, it's actually, helium is actually three times the value of crude oil. We should totally just start a, um, hoarding helium, helium hoarding. I know. I was, I was deflating some uh, mylar balloons that I had the other day. And I was thinking about how waste, I like, was thinking, like, should I put this helium in something else? But I just like breathe some and then talked funny. <laughs> that, was, that was like a hundred dollar hit right there. That's I know. <laughs> um, so anyway, they said that in by in a hundred years the world will have no more helium. Yeah. But, but the uh, there are the world is scrambling to find alternative coolants, levitators, and sources of helium. But China is actually going to mine helium three on the moon. It's cool. I mean, all we got to do is make some. Uh... Some fusion reactors turn hydrogen into helium. There you go. Sounds sounds completely safe and reasonable. <laughs> um, so much like Google, I wish I could undo Google Mail. I want to undo this episode. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, but I, I think we're about out of time. So yeah. um, I think we should do our, our shout-outs here. So thank you Shout for watching. Oats. Thank you for watching, everyone. As you know, we're part of the soon-to-be-named network. Uh, our, our flagship, if you will, in the network, Longbox Heroes. Um, they are can be found at longboxheroes.com. We have, uh, it's Brian and Todd talking about, I'm sorry, Brian and Todd. Leonard and Todd talking about comic books weekly. Uh, we have Podvocacy, who's, uh, I guess their focus now that the TV season's over is the movies that are in the theaters right now, as well as wrestling and some other nerdy things that people generally like to talk about. Uh, then we have Dad Distractions uh, about Brian and Leonard talking about the foibles of being parents and kind of time wasting. I will say the last episode of Dad Distractions, um, Brian he Brian has a nine year old son who was sneaking his Game Boy into his room and watching YouTube. Uh, yeah, and the video on there was he was watching was um was explicit uh, child birthing videos. Yeah, that's weird. It's totally weird. But anyway. <laughs> I totally wouldn't have thought of that. That's crazy. Yeah, so you should guys just go over to Distractions uh, and uh, podcast and listen to that to that episode. It's actually pretty funny. Uh, and Brian, I think, handled it very well as a as a dad. So check that out. And then last but not least, Prodigal Sons Podcast, 
which usually drops Thursday. It looks like it's going to drop tomorrow. This is the episode where it's just myself and Jared uh, doing a show. Normally, it's like four people. Maybe they're just going to scrap the whole damn thing because it's just two people talking, and it's not a traditional prodigal son. So, um, but anyway, check them out, prodigalsonspodcast.com. I did, uh, uh, Fresher, I did talk to uh, Jared about about him coming on the show, and he said he was willing to do that. So, oh, yeah, uh, cool. Um, so anyway, that's, Good. I think, everything. So do you have anything you would like to add? Any shout-outs? Do you have any birthdays coming up or anything? Uh, no shout-outs, I guess. I mean, to all my peeps. <laughs> <laughs> Peace, love, and happiness. This is Parlan saying sayonara, muchachos. This is Fresher saying later taters. <laughs> <laughs>